0: a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People
1: of God, where's the standard at? we in a war, y'all. It's time to
0: stand. Yeah. The Lord gave the word.
1: message: The Divine Shepherd. And now here is Bishop Caldwell.
0: You cannot forgive people their offenses while you're all alive, all in your emotions. Jesus died for our offenses. but he was raised again for our justification. We don't have a right as Christians to not forgive other people. And the longer you delay in that, your prayers won't be answered. Are we somewhere in the Bible? So he restores my soul. Verse 4. The fourth verse says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, not my enemies. Your rod, that's for correction. And your staff, that's for protection. They comfort me. Now God says, if I don't correct you, if I don't chasten you, which is to correct you, then you're a bastard. And you're not my son. I know we want to be Christians Sunday through Sunday, and that's what we ought to be. So when you're offended, quickly forgive. Because you got a life to live. you got places to go and people to see and things to do. Am I right about it? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Now, death is in the shadows. Now, we've come from the shadow of the Almighty, now to the shadow of man, to the shadow of death. And notice, he didn't say, yea, though I run through the valley. He didn't say that. He said, yeah, they all walked through the valley. But notice what's all around. It's the valley of the shadow of death. See, the shepherd had to get the sheep at certain times of the year onto higher ground. Had to carry them to that place where there is more green grass. Because, you see, the problem with Lot and Abraham's herdsmen was because the sheep kept eating the grass down to the dirt level which meant then that the cows couldn't eat because the cow's teeth are bigger. The grass needed to be higher. So if you got sheep trying to graze with cattle, the cattle ain't going to have no grass to eat because the sheep are cutting it all the way down almost to the ground. So here comes a cow with the big teeth, ain't nothing to eat. Are we together? So the shepherd around every turn that was suspect that it might be some marauders around here, some robbers around the next corner while I'm trying to get these sheep onto higher ground. I could be killed because somebody want my sheep. Everybody want a member from Greenwood Acres. You've been taught to tithe. Oh, yeah, they need you. You've been taught obedience. You stay the churches over. Oh, oh, yeah, they need you. They're trying to steal you. That's why when you meet them in Walmart, you still at that church. Yeah. Y'all good, fat sheep. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Obedient, beautiful sheep. That's why I don't miss no goats that's gone. And can I tell you, even though sometimes we look short in numbers, ain't nothing failed around here. Amen. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I told a lot, some of the people I don't ever want back here. Now, if you can born them again, you can send them back. See, because I've been sent to feed sheep. I don't feed Goats. Go to the one that button everything. But, 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 but. Now move with your butt. I walk through the valley because I know the Lord is leading me. I walk through the valley because I have no fear of being laid off. I have no fear of losing anything that God has given me. So I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Now let me pause right here as we move on to a close. Watch this. Sometimes, some of them sheep that go astray, when they see the shepherd shearing the wool off of the other sheep, that sheep decide, I ain't getting no haircut. I'm not, I'm not getting sheared. This is my wool. I'm keeping it. So since the shepherd could not shear all the sheep necessarily in one or two days, depending on how large the flock was, and especially the sheep that did not want to get sheared. See, the Bible says that the sheep, the wool on the sheep, is for the shepherd's clothing. That's where you get an honorarium from. Now watch this. So this sheep that refused to be sheared, ain't no way around to give up the wool. Now the shepherd is leading them onto higher ground, and so they have to cross this creek bed. And in crossing the creek bed, the little fat lamb, the little fat sheep, whose belly with all that wool down there, The water catches it. And when the water catches in the wool, it comes all over the sheep and it makes now his wool a death jacket. And he's swept downstream because when he should have been sheared, when he should have been tithing and giving first offerings, when he should have been committed to the Lord and whatever the Lord wanted done in his life, he was unavailable for correction, so that same wool that he was proud of became a death jacket. It absorbed that water; it was too heavy for him to carry, and he was swept away in the stream. <laughs> okay, so you got a pay raise; you still ain't tired. Of it. The Lord blessed and hear you, still ain't no testimony. It goes on and on and on. You need to be sheared. You need to let the shepherd handle you. Instead of talking about this my life, I ain't coming back to church if I don't want to. See, all of that caused you to become suspect in the eyes of a shepherd. Are you a shepherd or a goat? Because Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. And I know them. And they follow me. And they don't follow strangers. The Lord is here to disrupt our lifestyle. When he gets ready to. That's why he's the Lord our shepherd. People don't mind hanging out with you. As long as you don't tell them what is right and wrong. Don't tell them what to do. Once you start telling people what they ought to do. You don't hear from them anymore. Because there are some people that will not be corrected. Because after all, God don't talk to none of the rest of us, just talk to him. He's the one that always thinks he's anointed to talk to you because he got more Holy Ghost. No. Every child of God starts out with the same measure of faith. Where you end up is determined by what you do with your faith. We got the same measure of faith given to us that God gave to Paul. Same measure that Timothy had. But what are you doing with your faith? Don't, don't do like Samson. Samson used all his energy just to save himself. Use your faith to bless your brothers and sisters. Pray for them. Use your faith to help somebody to get on to the next dimension. Those sheep that refuse to be sheared or corrected will swept away in the, in the current. Okay? It's like, well, yeah, it's like this. When we are blessed of God and highly favored, especially financially, we need to be fair with the Lord. Because a lot of folks that have robbed God, when they didn't need to lose something, lost everything. doesn't mean that you're not his child. It just means that you happen to be one of the broke ones. Yeah, you know, I walked through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. Why? Because God has not given us a spirit of fear. When you got somebody like Jesus looking out for you, fear what? Are scared of what? Afraid of what? Talk to him. Let him know all about what's going on with you. He knows that he just needs for you to say it. Do you think that God didn't know where Adam was when he came into the garden? He knew. So why was he calling him? Because he wanted him to answer for himself. God wants us to answer for ourselves. Quit making it always somebody else's fault. Like some guy we know on Pennsylvania Avenue. Always everybody else's fault. There's a terminology that says man up. Woman up. If you did it, you did it. Own it. So you can grow up. So his rod and his staff comfort me. Oftentimes in my own life, I can hear God's word coming and speaking to me and telling me. Especially if I hear something, uh, some false or fake news Bible teacher. God will quicken the spirit, a word, His word in my spirit and give me sweet peace and consolation. God will guide us by his word, everybody. God will speak to us in the middle of a situation. And sometimes God will speak to us before the situation and will tell us what to do. You call that a rhema word. That's a noun word. A lot of times, my mind has been confused over these years about what I hear somebody say in taking these scriptures out of, out of uh, context. God will speak to me, put, give me a scripture to override all that. How many of y'all know ain't no scripture going to override no scripture? But a scripture will override fake news. Nah. Yeah, Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down. In green pastures. Huh? He leadeth me. Besides still waters. I've had people come talk to me in all that confusion. And I didn't say anything. Didn't you know what to say? Did you hear what I said? I said, yeah, I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you. Swift to hear. Slow to speak. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. How many of y'all know when you're in the house all by yourself at two or three o'clock in the morning, you think you hear something? I'm talking about grown feet, grown folk sleeping with, not the night light, but they got the whole lamp on. <laughs> and to show you how small some of the sheep are, they got the 357 Magnum on the nightstand while they sleep. Don't you know if the burglar come in there and they want to the kill and didn't have nothing, you just gave them something to do it with? I'll feel no evil. When his rod corrects you, don't get mad at the preacher. Stand corrected. And his staff comforts me. Verse 5. I like this verse too. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou as my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Notice all the personal pronouns. Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me. All this is up close and personal. He prepares a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. I remember when I was called to become one of the founding fathers of full gospel. And to become the first full gospel Baptist bishop in northwest Louisiana. Man, listen, God prepared a table in the presence of my enemies. And see, whenever God does that, they can look at you, but they can't touch you. They can try to wish you evil, but no weapon formed against you going to prosper. They can try to talk against you. God will always raise up somebody that you never met to say, no, I don't agree with that. I don't don't believe that. Uh, She ain't that kind of woman. God will prepare. I used to think that it was a square table you know and God's child is sitting on this side and all the enemies on the other side. Oh no that's too far. It's a round table. You sitting here enemy on the left side. Enemy on the right side. Enemy all around the table and you in the middle and the Lord's anointing is on you and today is in you and the Lord says smile. I brought all these people around you to show them that they didn't stop a thing. I bless who I want to bless and who I don't want to bless, I don't bless. (laughs) And let me tell you something. Some of y'all in here are God's favorite children. Look Look almost like everything you've touched turned to a blessing. Everything you said and you're waiting on the part that have not already happened. He prepares a table before us in the presence. In the presence, He doesn't do it at midnight when there ain't nobody else around. He does it in the presence of our enemies, and He anoints us to smile and laugh and rejoice. And they can't do that. Listen, MC Hammer, everybody, you can't touch this. You can't touch this, and you choke sure enough can't curse what God done blessed. Oh, y'all remember old Balaam? They took Balaam up on the highest mountain. And they say, see Israel down there in the valley? He said, yeah. He said, curse him. And then Balaam say, I can't. I've been told to bless. And you cannot curse. What the Lord, our shepherd, our rohi, our Jesus, has already blessed. You can't curse it. Whatever God has ordained for your life. It is for your life. And no weapon coming against you is going to prosper. And the Lord said, I ain't going to say nothing. I'm going to let you condemn it. I'm going to let you shut their mouth. And the Lord said, I brought all these enemies around this table so that you can rejoice. And because I bless you, you can provoke them because you're so happy. And you see... If you want to drive your enemies up the wall, you. you stay happy. You. They can't stand it when they've done everything to pull you down and you still praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, glory to your name. Yeah. Keep on singing, keep on preaching, keep on walking, keep on talking, keep on moving up the King's Highway. Yeah? Can't stop this. I see them eating chicken in the restaurant when I go in there sometimes. Still now. They don't speak. Some of them don't have a word to say to me. This has been over a period of time. You know why? Because they didn't have anything to do with this building being opened up to God's glory. They didn't have anything to do with that radio station being opened up to God's glory. They didn't have anything to do with the West location being built. They didn't have anything to do with the Family Life Center being built, they didn't have anything to do with me having, being uh, that part that thing. See, God will elevate. You need enemies so you can get promoted. Ain't going to be no promotion without no enemy. Jesus never would have seen Calvary if it wasn't for Judas. You got to have a Judas. You got to have a backstabber. The only problem about them getting back there, they can't get back there because goodness and mercy got all that covered. And not just on Sunday, all the days of your life. Goodness and mercy is following me. I got somebody following me. I got goodness and mercy stalking my life. I got goodness and mercy Pouring out favor on my life. That's why God set a table to put you out there to tell everybody you can't stop what I done started. Can't stop it. Being confident of this very thing. That he who has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day you leave here. They can't touch this. Can't touch this. And just like that sheep whose leg was broken and being carried by the shepherd was licking his tongue out at the ones that were walking. (laughs) So it is with every child of God. When people have tried to stop you and the Lord keep on promoting you. Show them what makes your food, baby. Now I'm noticing some of y'all not Rejoicing. That's why you defeated. The joy of the Lord is our strength. But well, as a lot of joy, there's a lot of. Get over yourself and give God some praise. Come out of yourself and give God some praise. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear when my enemies? And my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh. They stumbled and fell. And because they were so jealous, they drug my name through the mud. But the blood of Jesus cleaned it off. Can't I get a witness at the house? Is God good? Is the Lord so role high? Did the Lord bring you from a mighty long way? Do you have the strength to go on? He's Jesus. He's the Christ. He's Mary's baby. He's the I am. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those of us as we grow old and stay in the house of God, we shall be continuously flourishing. The seed of the righteous is still going to get blessed. Because of your connection with Almighty God. No weapon formed against you is going to work. So when the Lord sets you out there, he sets you out to provoke folk that told you you should have stopped following the Lord a long time ago. But you continued and you've seen his hand moving in your life. You've heard his word come to you when you needed it the most. He spoke to you. In the midst of your storm, and told you, Don't worry about a thing, everything is going to be all right. Didn't he make it right? I say, Didn't he make it right? Didn't he bring you through it? And last but not least, goodness and mercy. I say, Goodness and mercy. I say, Goodness. And I say mercy. I've even gotten to a gas pump when my tank had run out of gas. He was merciful. He was merciful. Some of y'all have gone to sleep all night and forgot to lock the door. Got up the next morning and the door was open. He was merciful. He was merciful. He watched over you all night long. And touch you with a finger of love the next morning. Gave you the strength to get out of the bed. Gave you the appetite to eat the eggs and to eat the bacon and the sausages and the grits and the hash browns. And gave us a stomach to put it in. And gave us a mind to come here today to give God some praise. Goodness and mercy is following you and will follow you. All the days of your life. And the last thing, I will. it's It's a conscious decision. I will. Today's
1: message, The Divine Shepherd. FC2693 FC2693 is now available on CD for only $10 and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road Shreveport, Louisiana 71119 or email us greenwoodacres at comcast.net
0: And so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me. Came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana 71119.